I'm more of like documentary style. That's how my head, like, that's how I see things. Um, and so like, I'd imagine in the future, like it'll be more interaction face to face because I want to be able to like tell the story of the athlete. So. I'm from um, Urbana, Illinois, grew up there. Uh, went to school at Eastern Illinois University and uh, moved to Chicago shortly after. Um, and I found my passion for just content creation, photography, videography um, in 2018, close to around the time I was about to get married. Um, and, you know, I just had the opportunity to, I was working at a high school and I had the opportunity to, um, just take photos of my high school. Um, so I did that for a couple of years until I got like just more into the um, Chicago basketball scene, the Simeons, the Whitney Youngs, just going to their games and things like that. Because um, basketball, where I'm from, is like okay. Huh. But like Chicago basketball is like 10 times better. So yeah. um, it was just pretty fun just to be at those um, games and be around top talent. Um, What's, yeah. what's, 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 what type of personality do you have? Are you an extrovert, introvert? Are you kind of, you need to be a social guy? What, tell me about uh, that side of you. Uh, I think, I think they call it an omnivert. So it's like between both. Um, I'd say that's where I fall now. I think more, I was more so of an extrovert when I was younger, but now I think I get the sense that, um, depending on how I'm feeling, that's what, that's how I get like my, energy I guess you'd say um and so I, th I think I'm an omnivert like if I am around a bunch of people that I know like like I, I enjoy it like I'm expressive um if I'm going to a setting where I don't really know people I think I could be perceived as a introvert but I think more so I'm just I'm a very curious person so I like to listen and see how people react and talk and so I just um that's just how I am in new settings um, so yeah, that's what I would say my personality, my personality type is. So what's up? Oh, go, go ahead, Brandon. I was wow. just going to, I mean, I was going to jump into from that personality standpoint, especially from the curiosity standpoint, how much does that drive and like influence your content and your, I mean, is that kind of where, where you think like the, the whole passion for photography and getting behind a camera just came, came out of like a, being a curious kid and, and seeing things and envisioning yeah. things yeah that's for sure a part of it um i think like just as i started uh it was a hobby but um over time it's i'm just curious to i mean i think i don't know how like new content creation is in terms of like social media and things like that but i think i became more curious about like what this can mean for like as a job um but i think i you know found out just being um in a market that is like a chicago so i see other content creators around then it expands and i see other people in different cities and so um definitely curious curiosity about um how far i can go and just wanting to learn yeah definitely let's let's take it back way back tell me about when you were a kid how old are you like when what year were you born what was what was that childhood like growing up what were your parents like um and then like slowly get into like the the early elementary school years yeah so i was born in 1994 um and uh my childhood was very it was very 
the, the introvert side of me was like the most um, because I was very, um, I like to play video games and I like to just be to myself. Like I didn't, I don't think I had a full concept of like, um, kind of like the desire to just be around other people a whole lot. You know, I played sports. And so that was like the most like, all right, I'm going to play sports. Let's just do it. Um, it's not that I didn't want to be around games? people. Huh? What video games? Uh, I was really into wrestling when I was a kid. Um, okay. And I was into nice. like Need for Speed. Um, yeah, and like just different fighting games. That was just my, this is what I enjoyed as a kid. Um, and so, yeah, I just, my childhood like legit was, I go play sports. Um, but then coming home, it was like, we went on family vacations and things like that. But I loved playing video games so much that I was like, I don't really care about doing anything else. I just want to go home and play video games. You know, I, I, my parents knew, like, if I were ever to get grounded, that's, like, what they would take away. That's the thing that would, like, get me. I feel like that was a lot of kids. Oh, yeah. Even, oh, yeah. Like, especially today, but that was a lot of kids back then, too. Yeah. Um, so tell me about what sports you played. What was the what was the first, first sport you picked up? The first sport that I picked up was um, baseball um, and football. Um, which I think that I was pretty talented at it, but uh, <laughs> along with me being an introvert, I was a very lazy kid, like extremely lazy. Um, so I, at baseball, I, I excelled really well, like early on. Um, but I think just like, I kid you not, I never, I never watched professional sports until I was probably like in ninth grade. Like, I, I never watched professional sports like at all. Like I think the first, like professional sport event I've ever watched was um, the Colts versus Bears in the Super Bowl. Like before that, I never watched. Jeez, what year was that? It was 2006. Seems like, well, I guess that was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Now it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, baseball and football were like my my sports. In baseball, I can bowl actually. Uh, in baseball, outfield, um, in right field, and then in football, um, I was a bigger kid, so I played left tackle when I was in just growing yeah, yeah. up. Um, until I like, I kind of like slimmed out in high school, and so um, the coach would always like say, "You can play a different position, blah blah blah." But again, I think my lack of like full knowledge of football, and just like I think I just didn't have a desire to like really like play it because um, I don't think I saw beyond like a like playing in high school because I didn't have. I don't watch college sports and stuff like that that often. So, walk me through the transition from being an athlete. How, how many did you play up until your senior year in high school? I played baseball until my senior year of high school. Yeah, until your senior year. Was college an option, or were you always thinking you're going to go to college? Or did you, sorry, did you go to college? I did. Yep. Okay. So was was that? Were you trying to play in college? And then talk to me about like how the whole content creation side came into the thing. Uh, no, again, like I didn't, I wasn't, I mean, I probably, I think I probably had thoughts about it, but I, it wasn't a super, like, I have to play in college. This is like what I want my life to be. Like for me, it was like, whatever. Um, and so, um, uh, content creation, um, it actually did start probably like my junior year of college in a way, not more so shooting, but more so editing. Um, I had a class and I remember I, it's the first time I ever like grabbed footage and sound from like different places and put it into a video uh, of our basketball team. 
um, I think it was like a project or something in class and that's just what I chose to do. Um, and so that's where it started. Um, but like full on began after college. Oh, did, did that class in college like have any impact at all or was it after college that it finally hit you like, oh, I could actually do something like this? It didn't have like a, a big impact, um, but I think after reflecting, um, I do realize like that is something that I enjoyed since college, enjoyed just telling story, but it was telling stories, but it's very minor. It wasn't like, right? Like it wasn't an option because I didn't know that it was an option. So there's no reason for me to like really think about it, but I knew I enjoyed that because I enjoy documentaries. I enjoy things like E60, 30 for 30. Like that's my, like, that's, that's a big part of my childhood. Like I watched every single one because it was just super interesting to me. So um, it, it kind of did, but not, not a big impact. Do you remember the first game you shot, like the first time you were on a sideline shooting as official, even if it wasn't like an official like press pass media type thing, but do you remember like that first sideline? Yeah, it was uh, the high school that I worked out here in Chicago. Um, they played a game and pictures were terrible, but I, yep. I just enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, I didn't know they were terrible, but I just knew I enjoyed um, taking pictures of basketball. Um, basketball is like the number one sport that I enjoy taking pictures of. I do other sports, but basketball to me is like the most fun. Um, but yeah, it was the high school I worked at. And and so as somebody, as I mean, you've been saying you're not necessarily a shy person, just kind of introvert person. Did you feel... And do you even still feel, do you still feel like you're behind the scenes when you're on the sideline shooting game? Or do you feel like you're really out in the action? And like, does, do you think about that stuff? Does it bother you ever? Cause whether you think it or not, especially some of the big games that you shoot, like WNBA games and, and major league games and stuff like that. Like you're, you may not be in on the action, but you're right there. Like there's a lot of eyes on you. Does that ever like creep into your mind or anything? Um, Not like from like, I'm not from the standpoint of like, I think about people like watching me, um, but I do think about it from the standpoint of like, um, it feels like I'm a part of something that seems so distant as a kid. So awesome. for example, like to people, no one knows what it's like to, I mean, only a select few probably back then, but no one really knows what it's like to fully see Michael Jordan play a basketball game. Other than what you see on TV and a couple people on the sidelines. But now there's so much access to where professional athletes and coaches and just that that atmosphere seem to me seem so normal now that I don't think like like my mom had to like remind me like, no, you're shooting a WNBA game. That's a big deal. But in my mind, it's like, yes. all right, each game that comes, I'm going, taking on a press pass, I'm going to shoot. It, it was just like a, it's part of my life. So I'm not thinking about it from my like, you're doing some dope stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I'm more so just in the moment. And I'm just like, I'm just living my daily life. But in reality, it's like, that's not, I guess, normal for like everyone, you know? Wow. Yeah, it's a really unique perspective. Wow. I'm happy you said that because I was thinking that it was going to be like that. Because like, you, you know, shy people are people who don't speak a lot. Like that's kind of how yeah. they feel. But like, you're doing some crazy stuff. Like you're mm -hmm. seeing some crazy action and you're literally like, you're interacting with these people like you're you're right there so yeah. yeah it's a pretty funny thing so i want you to walk me through the process that you took to get that first WNBA gig but i want you to like talk to me as if like i'm a kid 
mm-hmm. that's wanting to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what would, what advice would you give to the kids for, through the process that you took to get where you're at? Mm-hmm. Um, it's networking and, you know, being willing just to have conversations with people. Um, oftentimes people ask me, um, how do you get into a WNBA game as if like, it's not, it's simple, but it's not, it's not super simple, but it is simple at the end of the day. Um, because from my experience, it was, I knew a trainer who I just worked with from the standpoint, I've wanted, I, I started, when I started out, you know what I'm saying? Like he would invite me to come shoot athletes and stuff like that. So it was more so practice. He wasn't paying me, but you know, for me, it was, and I had a full-time job, so I wasn't really thinking about it. But it was like I'm. I have a time. I can practice whenever I want because I know he's gonna have clients, and I know I can come. And we're we're friends, you know. Um, and so um, from there, um, just like you said, like like I was speaking on earlier, like I'm in a way I'm working with those athletes as well um, because I'm the one there doing the pictures and the videos, but then interacting in between just off the strength of just, I'm just there. Um, and so, um, yeah, just network as much as you can and don't be afraid to, I don't wanna get it twisted. Like, yes, get paid, but don't be afraid to do some <coughs> things for free. Because that. That's it is okay. Fantastic like, advice. Like I started shooting WNBA games because Lexi Brown signed with the sky and that trainer simply went under her, um, she made a post and he was like, she was like, I'm looking for a trainer. He was like, hit me up, blah, blah, blah. And she was just down with it. And he hit me up immediately and was like, you know, Lexi Brown's gonna be here at this time, come through. Came through and, you know, even there, I was like, you know, taking pictures, video, met Lexi, uh, asked her to do like a, a birthday shout out to one of my friends and, you know, it was just a small um, communication that we had together, but it was just networking, you know, and from there, it's like me and Lexi have interacted here and there through uh, social media, just, you know, talking about get her game and just stuff like that. Um, and so just being willing to network because there's opportunity out there and you want to be ready for the big opportunity. So you have to do some things in terms and some things like, Oh, I'm gonna go shoot something for free. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't love doing it all the time, but I do stuff for free because one, I'm practicing two, I know that it helps me be ready for if whatever my ultimate goal is, I'll be ready. I'm not thinking about, oh, can I really shoot it? Can I re-? I'm just like I'm just doing my job. So yeah. <clears throat> I wanna I wanna all right, Brandon, can are we ready for some camera questions? Are we ready to talk like talk photos here? Yeah, no, go for it. I, so just real quick. So you met, you knew the trainer, the trainer knew Lexi. Lexi is what got you into the, the, the WNBA scene, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just wanted Which, to clarify in, that. in that, I met um, this uh, woman named Marissa who runs an Instagram account, Pass the Ball. And she asked me to go shoot the WNBA All-Star game. And so yeah. it's like, there's just so many things that's like moving and it's like, yeah, I got to shoot the WNBA All-Star game because I just networked, you know, and people see my work. And so it was just, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, what do you shoot with? Matt, right, right now, I'll be the questions at the end, dude. 
God. Huh? I said that was going to be one of my rapid fire questions at the All end. Right, well, I, I, I'm go, okay. Well, go for just it. go ahead. What, what do you shoot with? <laughs> uh, Sony A7 III. You're a Sony guy? Were you always a Sony guy? No, I started out with Canon. Um, that's what I started out for probably a good year, year and a half. What uh, what, what made you switch or why did you switch? Just um, video. and But this was like years ago. So I don't know. Video is probably way better on Canon now than it was. But um, doing video and I just heard it was just like faster for sports. And so I was like. um. So one thing, and this is just noticing you're like looking through your work. Where did this come from? So a lot of your, it's not all of them, but it's a lot of them. It's definitely seems like it's at least a style point that you have. You have a you you have really high like contrast in the background. There's a lot of black in your in your photos and in, in the backgrounds of your photos. It seems like you really pull out the black in in a lot of your pictures. Where did that whole thing come from? Is that like did you see somebody growing up or somebody when you first started shooting that was an inspiration, or is that just kind of something you fell into? Because it's really um, really cool. I'm sure it's inspiration, um, but also um, like even if you look at my, I probably archived some pictures, but um, over time I just over time I've tried different styles because right like I have the opportunity to do that now because I just work for myself but um so I'm, I'm sure it was a lot of inspiration um and just experimenting with uh what I think looks nice probably in that time um like especially now like right now is very I want my pictures to look as close to just kind of normal color as possible um yeah, because that's just what I like, I guess, right now. Yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. It's just like looking back and like seeing all the, especially the backgrounds of your photos, like mm. you have a really, really lit, really nice lit person. And then you got like a really, really dark background. The contrast is really, yeah. really cool. And it's I not something it. you see a lot from like the content creator crowd because it's mm -hmm. a little bit more artistic in mm -hmm. a sense in, in, in some like editing standpoint. So you mentioned that you work for yourself. So tell me about like the what that entails because there's a lot of people out there that are up and coming and they don't really understand or grasp like do you need like an llc or a, a business bank account like do you have all that stuff and what is how how did you learn all that yeah so i do have all that um well i learned like just a business aspect because my stepdad is a construction worker who works for himself um and so i learned like the business side of it llc and my father-in-law um, he, uh, does like taxes and stuff like that, but he's well knowledge in that. Um, so I learned a lot of that business part of it from, um, from my stepdad and my father-in-law. Um, but working for myself, um, it entails a lot, uh, it entails a lot of discipline. It entails a lot of, um, working through like when you don't feel like it, or you don't feel like you're just like emotions, like, you know, sometimes you won't feel like you're doing well or you have to, imposter syndrome. There's so many things that you have to work through, right? But when you're working through those things, you can tell yourself, stop, because you're not on the clock. You can just stop and just be like, sure, I don't, but versus if I have to go to a nine to five every day, you still have to go in that day and you have to produce, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. have to, you have to like, I'm sure you have to fight even harder working a nine to five. And so it entails a lot, but it's very fun. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it. I think, you know, working in, you know, the corporate world for some years, um, I think I get to, I guess, 
experience more life um, outside of it. Um, and again, right, like in the content creation uh, area, like there's a lot of opportunity to travel and meet people and do things like that. So it's really cool. Um, but I think I, I, I personally belong in a like business ownership, working for myself, um, you know, space because working nine to five, it just wasn't for me. It was very restricting. It was hard. It was challenging. That was, that's 10 times harder than what I'm doing now. Um, but and not, I mean, if you love working, whatever job you have, nine to five, kill it, you know, but for me, I just know like <laughs> the past six, seven months, or probably like eight months now of doing it, it's been like, I've enjoyed it so much. Um, so it's a lot was, of work, but. What yeah. was, what was that? What was that day like where you, where you said to yourself, I'm actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit this corporate job and start focusing on my content creation career. Was that a tough choice? Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, so I, I hated my job. Okay. Well, I enjoyed what I, ask, I did. Can I, ask what the, can I ask what the job was? Yeah. So I worked at a high school. I was the okay. um, attendance coordinator. So I called home if kids were not in school, they were late or, you know, sure, kind of yeah. managing the school in that regard. Um, I enjoyed it from the aspect of like, I, I love my students, but the staff some of the staff members there it was just really messy and it just it's just stressful you know I was only at the time like um 26 um and these were like 40 year olds who were just like messy um so for me I made the I was like man this summer I'm going to try it out and then I'm gonna go back in the fall if it doesn't work out or I don't like it but I actually ended up getting fired which was like it was hard, but then I was like, "Blessing, you weren't gonna be here anyway, you know." Like, and now you have the summer to figure it out. Um, and then it just obviously, like, I was never going back anyway, so I just kind of continued with it. Um, so it was a hard day, just in terms of like, I won't be working with my student anymore, or I can't do it because I got fired versus having the opportunity if I wanted to. But on the flip side, you know, just soon after, I was like, I love it. That's awesome. What's uh so far? Who has been your favorite athlete to shoot? Favorite athlete and to and shoot. and why and why? Ooh. It can be any sport too. Any sport. Yeah, man. Just because I'm curious. That's a good question. <laughs> um, you probably, probably have a pretty big list. It probably will be WNBA because I've shot WNBA the most. Um, it is that list though is pretty crazy. Just scrolling through your Instagram is pretty wild. Oh, for sure. I don't even like like I said. Like I, I have my mom has to tell me like what I've shot because I don't even remember. Like I'm living in such in the moment so much, I don't That's even realize. Awesome. Like, yeah. um, I think for me it was probably. I I really enjoy. Uh, Candace Parker, um, because great answer. She, I saw one of my friends this. I would see her during the game, like in the regular season, and she would go through the, you know, when they call their names, but she'd be so serious. Everybody's hype, everybody's doing everything, but she'd be serious the whole season, um, and even in the playoffs. And I think 
that reminded me of Kobe so much, but also just other people who are just intense and they're like, I just want to win. I'm not thinking about like the hype in between. Um, and so I think, you know, again, like seeing, obviously they won the championship, seeing her smile and joy at the end, that was probably like, for me, one of the coolest experience because I think, um, I think I, I began to realize like Candace Parker is a legend. She's not just a woman basketball player or a WNBA basketball player. Like, no, she's a legend in basketball. Um, yep. She's an icon and it's like, oh, like this is a big deal. So it's probably her, uh, but the other person is Amari Bailey. I think Amari Bailey is like, that, that's yeah, probably like one of my favorite athletes. I, yeah, he's just special, like coming coming back to Chicago, um, but he, he, he carries himself like a pro, but he also, um, he doesn't care about the crowd noise. He actually welcomes it. And I think, especially kids that age, no matter how, if you're top, if you're number one or you're not, like he just embraces it. Like he wants the trash talk. And I, you know, again, like you see that here in Chicago, but I think you, like, I seen it. I was like, you, you want this moment. Like you are ready for every single moment that comes um, so yeah, those, those are probably like the two, I'm sure there's people I'm probably not thinking about or events that I did, but yeah. So like, honestly, like the list is just insane scrolling through your Instagram and looking at your website and stuff. Do you like with all these incredible athletes, do you ever get like face to face time with them or is it kind of just, you shoot them and you post it and like, do, did they reach out to you for photos and stuff? Are they like normal kids or how does that work? Um, not a whole lot of face-to-face time. Um, I think that's a, a interesting part of it, um, to me in terms of, um, for me trying to understand what is kind of appropriate or like how to navigate that because right, like for me in my mind, I'm like, if I'm, if I'm playing or getting ready for a game, like I'm locked in, like, I'm not thinking about, mm-hmm someone coming up to me and so it's like for me it's like I I don't think about having conversations with them like during the game mid game or anything like that um and so I mean more so on the high school level like there's face-to-face time with just the high school kids but um I mean other than Lexi um like a lot of it like even the Sierra Canyon game like security was like we couldn't we couldn't even come near them you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just kind of like, I think more so face-to-face time comes more so in the summertime, um, like at the AU events and the events that are mm-hmm. going on because kids are just kicking it. They're just hanging out. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's what I imagine like happens most or even in the summertime, um, interacting with professional athletes who are at pro runs and stuff like that. That's probably the most FaceTime. Um, I think... For me, I'm going to start getting into more, because uh, I think highlights are cool and taking pictures are cool, but I'm more of like documentary style. That's how my head, like, that's how I see things. Um, and so like, I'd imagine in the future, like it'll be more interaction face-to-face um, because I want to be able to like tell the story of the athlete, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's awesome. Mac, do you, do you have any other questions? Or I'm gonna jump into the- uh, I do wanna say, do you, have you ever heard of the band, the Abbott Brothers? Nope. All right, I, whatever. 
it's like a folk band, so I didn't know. But their documentary by Judd Apatow is one of the best documentaries mm. that I've seen in years. So watch it. And even if you don't yeah. like the music, the way Judd Apatow does the documentary is insane. I feel like you oh, really sure. appreciate it. Oh, for sure. All right. And with that, Brandon, jump into your quick hitters. All right. So, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're trying to keep these 20, 30 minutes. Um, so as we wind down, what, we, what we're starting to do now in season two is hit you with five kind of quick answer questions. So um, we're going to start with if you couldn't be a content creator, not even in the industry, not photography, videographer, whatever, what would you be? Like another job? Another job. If you had to, if you had to be something else. I'm guessing cool. non-attendance officer at a high school. Probably not. No, for sure. <laughs> Man, that's tough. I don't even think about that. But could it be in a sports industry? It can be in the sports industry. It just can't be with content, not photography, video. Um, I, I definitely do something with um, like like basketball operations or okay, sure. operations with any sport, probably baseball or basketball, but in the operations field for sure. Okay. Do you prefer photography or videography more? I prefer photography. Okay. I love videography, so... I was gonna say I was gonna guess the opposite, but all right, all right. I would have too. Uh, I mean, videography just from the standpoint of, I prefer photography because it's easier, but I prefer videography because it's. <laughs> you're gonna upset a lot of people with that. Huh? <laughs> I said you're gonna. I mean, I think it's easy, but like for me, <laughs> photography is way easier. Videography is like hours on end, and yeah. it's, videography is just intense. But I, I love yeah. the production of videography way more. Okay. Okay. If you want a hundred million dollars tomorrow. What would you do with it? Ooh. Um, $100 million well, is so much money. Yeah, I give a significant amount to my parents, uh, <laughs> some to my siblings. Um, I'd buy all the camera gear I can, and I would invest it, invest the money some way, somehow, but I would invest the mess out of it so I don't have to ever have to work again. Well, work, because I'll probably do this stuff forever, but yeah, so I can just kind of my life just buy every camera imaginable <laughs> oh for sure and go to every warrior game that i ever can until it's crazy. Crazy. start your own production company we all honestly yeah. yeah oh yes easy get, get some contractors going oh yeah what are the who are the three most influential people in your life and why um my mom first because uh my mom is just like just like, I don't know if you guys seen the Kanye documentary, um, but my mom is very, very, very similar to his mom. Donda. Um, yeah, like my mom is like, my mom, but my homie, but like my biggest supporter, like, and we talk every day. So first my mom, um, the second would be my sister because I, she is the hardest working person that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and so she like, we just have conversations about that, um, and, you know, about work ethic and things like that. Um, influ and you said influential? Yeah, or impactful. Anyone that's impactful. helped you out along the way or anything like that. Or it doesn't even have to be a person you met. I, we interviewed Dane Smith, a professional lacrosse player before this, and he said Michael Jordan. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Dang, I gotta think about these questions more. <laughs> my mom, my sister, um, uh, probably my uncle. Um, my uncle, 
didn't grow up like having much, but he is, he's like one of the most successful human beings that I know um, from like having nothing. I, and I think about that a lot when it's not like I didn't have a lot when I was a kid, but I think about it from the standpoint of um, just working hard and put like putting in those hours to essentially like get what you want. Um, and so, yeah, he's probably like the third person. Last question. What is a common myth in your industry that you think is, that you think needs to be debunked? So what's, what's something that a lot of a myth that people think about the content creation industry? Photography is easy, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, for sure. I think the biggest myth is, um, that just content creation is, I'm not even gonna say one or the other, but content creation is easy um, because it's not, um, because I think like you said, what you were saying earlier, uh, Mac was, um, how do I get my photos a certain way? Um, like this is probably like year four, four and a half for me, but it's been constant, like, like not just the, oh, I'm getting paid or I'm just doing these cool things. It's the, I have to edit all the time just to try stuff to work on different things um, so that my photos and videos can get to this standard. Um, Because I think a lot of people, both out of the industry and in it, they just want like snap of fingers there, but that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because I think that goes hand in hand with uh, what you asked me earlier, Brandon, um, like getting, you know, those top positions and um, top jobs doesn't come from just, oh, I shot these two people or I, I did this cool thing. I should have the job now. Like it, it's, it's a continue, like, like every other job, we have to put in hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. nonstop and not even thinking about like if you love it like you're just gonna do it you know what i'm saying like i told somebody like if kobe is shooting all these shots in his own time because he just wants to be ready like why would we not do the same thing why would we not put all these hours of editing in our own time just off the strength of like oh we just want to be great at it and then when the opportunity comes we're not thinking about it so um yeah those are two things that i'm like that needs to be like put on some billboard that every content creator has to look at and be like, oh, okay, well, I have to be in it for a long time.